2: Let's talk about Brock Purdy for a few minutes. Let's do that. Uh, we'll talk Kings basketball coming up. I know uh, a lot of people are eager to talk Sacramento Kings as they play tonight, uh, and we'll we'll you know we'll walk the tightrope talking about these two big stories here. But I want to talk a little bit about Brock Purdy here for a minute because the last pick in the draft is about to play in the Super Bowl. Mm. The very last pick in the draft, not the last pick of the first round. Mm-hmm. The very last pick in the draft. And it's not like he was drafted five, six years ago and bounced around and figured some things out. He became a starting quarterback last year. That's the story. That's it. That's crazy. You don't have to be extra. We don't have to talk about Josh Allen now or Josh Allen in his second year. We certainly don't have to compare... Brock Purdy to Patrick Mahomes, who is on one of the most incredible runs He's we've in seen in professional sports. You know, him and LeBron James just go to finals repeatedly. Hmm. The story of Brock Purdy is enough. Yeah. And I, I've 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 been adamant that people add all of this extra stuff to it because they're insecure about their own takes. Hmm. They feel like they should have seen this coming. They feel like they, they should have been able to predict this. And because they were wrong about like 10 other quarterbacks in the draft, because they were wrong about Mac Jones, hmm. because they, me, were wrong about Trey Lance, doesn't mean you, you can't appreciate what you just weren't paying attention to. Most people aren't paying attention to the final pick of the draft, regardless of the position they play,
3: much less if they're a quarterback. If he wins a Super Bowl, is it the greatest story in the history of the NFL? It's one of the most incredible it, things I think we've I know ever it's seen. Tom Brady gets that for being a six-round pick, right, he was? Yeah. He, yeah, he gets that and all that. But the fact, like, what quarterback or even player, do you know, a Mr. – um, what do they call it? Mr. Mr. That has ever had any sort of success like this.
4: It's only rivaled by Kurt Warner. That's the only one I put over it because Kurt Warner – I don't know the if they you know exaggerating or whatever, but I mean he was working at a grocery store.
2: But Kurt Warner was also a pro football player. Like he was a football, player. he was playing he just, arena league, right? True. Yeah, he just been out of the true. league. Yeah, like he's he, he, and Did then he, he play
4: before he went to the arena league. I can't remember. Was he I, I think he played or in or the
2: NFL like before he put okay. went to the arena league. He was last in the arena league. Then he was at the grocery store, mm-hmm. and then he made a Hall of Fame career. That's phenomenal um we're not going to be able to judge Brock Purdy's story to that extent for years right uh, a, a, a decade at least
4: well but, but look even even aside from that whatever Kurt Warner did he was the the backup quarterback right Trent Green goes down all right Kurt mm-hmm. you're up Brock needed two guys to go down. Yeah,
3: Brock was an afterthought. It's like they drafted Trey, and you're thinking, "Oh, maybe Jimmy helps out Trey." Meanwhile, you got this third guy. Who was like, maybe you develop into a
2: backup. And wasn't or it something. Brock or Brandon Allen? Yep. Wasn't that the big discussion? Yeah, think, at, at like at the end of camp, is yeah, it Brock or Brandon Allen? I think
4: so. Yeah. I mean, the story is unbelievable. Not only for him to be successful, but this guy—he's looking like a franchise quarterback. He's looking like a, a guy. Right. I'm uh, as a Niners fan. I'm looking at it now, and I'm saying, this window that I thought was like a five year window. Oh, as long as we're able to like piece this thing together with certain players here and there, this this thing the window just got so much so much more open. Because Brock Purdy is one of them ones. And I tried to even think back. Is it off the top of your guys' head? Is there are there guys in the league? that have shown what Brock Purdy has shown, like being statistically what he's shown, winning games the what he has shown, who have been that for a year or maybe two and then just gone away. Like usually when they do what he's doing, it's usually real. Like they're usually here for a while.
2: Yeah, the you're asking, is, is there like a Jeremy Lin equivalent? Like yeah. Where they have like a burst that, oh my God. And then it's kind of like, oh, okay. Well, he's okay. Right. Okay, maybe he's not.
4: The first one I thought about that came to my mind was Jake DeLome. And he didn't win or perform the way Brock Purdy
2: did. Yeah, he was. Jake DeLome was more of a, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Was Jake DeLome ever like a conversation like we're having about Brock? No. I feel like he was just always, he's fine. Like, oh, he's fine. a good ball You can he's win fine. with him. Yeah, he's like, fine.
4: And it's, like I said, statistically, he was never where Brock is. right. Like Brock is in the top five, it feels like an all-major mm-hmm. Passing statistics like he is worthy an MVP candidate. That was never the case with Jake Dallone.
2: And in the biggest game of the season, he had 93 yards in the first half, 174 yards in the second half, Mm. and made plays with his legs in the second half that put the San Francisco 49ers in a position to ultimately win that game. His decision making on every scale in that second half, was perfect. And you could make the argument it had to be. Mm -hmm. Given the deficit that they were in, given the threat of the Detroit Lions, he couldn't make a mistake in the second half. And again, a little bit of luck, and he doesn't.
4: I I can't speak enough about Brock Purdy. It doesn't look the way we traditionally think it should look when you talk about a top-flight quarterback. But he has a sense of the moment. He has a sense of what to do. He has a sense of how to play that position. I keep saying it. He just understands how to play that position.
3: And he's the truth. Brock is the
2: he truth.
4: Is. He is the absolute truth. He he, he, he
3: solidified himself, I think, as I because mean, he's kinda good enough now, it's it's crazy. He's good enough now to where the quarterback talks around him, it's just always gonna be just confusing and like just you know, it's just that Terrible quarterback talk, like with the with his top one of the top guys. But like he's like he's established Like he's just a NFL quarterback who's always going to be he's he's going to be solid no matter what. I think.
4: Yeah, I think so too. And then you
3: you talk about like because I know
4: Ryan Clark tweeted some things out last and and look when I when I talk about Ryan Clark, I like the guy. I don't. I'm not. I'll I'll talk trash to him or whatever. I'll call him out on this, but I like Ryan Clark. Everything mm-hmm. I ever hear about him. Um, when he speaks mm-hmm. and everything, I, I think he's he's what media needs. He needs he's. I like Ryan Clark, so I'm not here to clown on him. But I thought it he was,
2: got bit by the world by worldwide leader when he dropped the. This is the single hardest thing I've ever had to do.
4: I was just about he got gassed up by the yeah. internet and, yeah. and everything that went out this past yeah. week because he says that, and then I saw him two more times. Like, go even crazier with it. Mm. It was like, yeah, you know, Brock Purdy, uh, he wouldn't even be picked in a supplemental draft right now. Like, he went off the deep end, right? And Brock plays his game, and and, and Ryan Clark tweets out, like, hey, Brock did his thing. Like, he's just Mm -hmm. showing him love and showing him respect and all this Mm -hmm. other stuff. And I get all that. I was like, man, you was a little disrespectful this past week. Like, with the whole – he wouldn't even be picked in the supplemental draft and all that. And the the Niners are going to be looking for a quarterback. And then I don't know if you heard him today.
2: I absolutely did not.
4: This, and I like Ryan Clark. I like him. I like. I'm not. I'm not trying to say anything about him. This guy today is like, yo. Brock Purdy showed me, he's a franchise quarterback. This is a guy that you build a franchise around. He has all the tools. To lead da, 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 and just does a complete one eighty, and you know how I am about all this. Mm-hmm. How do you do that mm-hmm. in one game? Mm-hmm. However, right. you felt about Brock going into that game should generally be about how you feel about him now. Yeah, like you can give respect. You can say I still don't think he's that dude, but he played a heck of a game. Great comeback. He showed me a little something like. Man, salute to him. Like you can salute him mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, I'ma still need to see more to figure. How are you just a hundred percent sold that on Friday he said this guy wouldn't be picked in a
5: supplemental draft? Mm-hmm. And today he's a franchise quarterback.
3: It's too deep into the hot take game now.
5: On, I agree with bro. you. When you look at what Brock Purdy was able to do, Brock Purdy has separated himself from Dak Prescott. Brock Purdy has separated himself from Tua Valoa. Brock Purdy has separated himself from guys like Kirk Cousins, from guys like Justin Herbert. He was asked in the most pressurized moment to be the best he could possibly be. And you know what magnifying glasses do, right? Think about this, huh? You you know, you in the club, right? You vibing. And she got on makeup, you know what I'm saying? She got her good weave in, her good wig on, and then the lights come on, right? You know what the lights do. The light yeah. show the imperfections, right? Some of them scatter, and some of them walk closer to you. When when they were looking for Brock Purdy's imperfections, he got closer to him. Brock notes, Purdy notes, became more of himself. He used his legs. He played above <laughs> the X's and O's. Brock Purdy, in my opinion, if I'm looking at those two games Saturday, Brock Purdy did what we would have expected Lamar Jackson to do. Brock Purdy trusted himself. We agree with Brock that. Brock Purdy put the football where it was supposed to be. Brock Purdy won the football game. Down 17.
2: That was a trash-ass analogy by Ryan Clark, and I expect a lot better from him. Bro,
4: he just did that last week when you he said he was nothing. Before. Yeah, He just did So, So, first of all, for the people that are listening on the radio, sorry. Ryan Clark. Outfit looks phenomenal. Oh, it's for, yeah, the chain on the outside the of that. Yeah, yeah, I, I
2: re- it looked like a two tone suit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was,
4: yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, I really like Ryan Clark, but I don't understand, and he's a microcosm of some of the media that baffles me nowadays. How does your opinion change so drastically
3: over one game? Well, it's like you said too, it's like Brock hasn't done anything like over like recently or whatever it's like oh yeah like to make you go like he's played like Brock Purdy has played all year like mm-hmm. there's nothing different here
4: yeah I don't I don't I don't get it I don't get I don't I don't get how now he's clutch or now he's that dude like it at the very least, I'm not even saying like you gotta you can never feel that way but after one game mm-hmm. you can't go from Friday you were saying he wouldn't be drafted to he didn't separate himself from Dak Prescott you know, like what? I don't get it. Yeah, that's I bizarre. disagree, Ryan. Disagree.
2: Also, Ryan, don't use women's looks as a way to get your stupid ass sports take off. Mm. Be better than that. Mm. Um, it's bizarre. It's just one extreme or the other. Like there was no acknowledgement of yo. Know, that was that was a solid game. About you know, from Brock Purdy going back to last week before the single hardest thing I've had to do. <laughs> You go back to that game, and it's just like, yeah, he let them get in a deficit. You still see some shaky decision making, but when it mattered the most, he got the job done. You can't do that again against Detroit, right? You can't do that. And then it was, you know, to be able to have that clutch gene in there in that final moment and deliver on that final drive, that's big time. But to be a franchise quarterback, you have to make. You know your decision making has to be impeccable in these moments because you're not always going to be able to get back into these games. You're not always going to be playing, and this is what a lot of Forty Nine er fans I know are feeling headed into next week or two weeks from now. Excuse me, Detroit's. You know, Kansas City isn't this young and up and coming team. This that's not Jordan Love. That's not that's not a that's not a you know a a a, a really sharp Jared Goff. That's goddamn Patrick Mahomes. That is possibly the greatest player we've ever seen at that position mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. these last two first halves ain't gonna work and like you could have made your point doing that right but instead you do all of this overboard stuff to where like you asked did I hear what Ryan Clark said no no I just tune that stuff out now I watch Sports Center the second I wake up because I know there's no nonsense in it or I watch Scott Van Pelt all that other stuff I know a lot of it pops on the timeline. I'm just, I'm moving. Hey, I, can't, hey, I can't, I can't, I can't take you. Again, a tremendous amount of respect for Ryan Clark. I just can't take some of this stuff seriously.
4: He's losing credibility. And I hate to see that for him. Because once again, I think we both feel the same way about Ryan Clark. You know, we listen to the podcast and the way he speaks. I got love for Ryan Clark. I, I think he he's good for, Yep. the idea of Ryan yep. Clark is good for media. But the way he's behaved in the last week or so brings in, it's like we talk about with the Kings. If you're this drastic and this far off with Brock Purdy, something that I know about, I know the ins and outs. What are you about other stuff? What are you about the Miami Dolphins? What are you about the Detroit line? Like now it makes me question everything you ever say, because I'm coming to you sometimes because I don't have a, a super knowledge of the commanders. So let me see what Ryan Clark got to say. Well, you if you this off with something that I know about, what's to tell me you're not that off with things that I don't know that much about? Yeah. So he's losing credibility, right. and I hate to see that for him,
2: at least with me. We'll talk more 49ers. We'll talk more Super Bowl uh, as the San Francisco 49ers are indeed headed to the Super Bowl to take on the Kansas City Chiefs.
4: I hate
2: us. <laughs> Let's switch gears and talk about the Sacramento Kings. Because you talk about vibes, boy. Vibes are up (laughs) with the beam team. We'll talk about it when Dilo with Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink.
1: There's joy in every journey.
2: I, don't think so I can't he remember. He didn't win fifteen. 16. He was eight. What he was in? He he went to Miami in eight. Not why am I acting like? Well, we he, can't, can't look this he came. He came back for because didn't he win one in two thousand twelve? I think so. I just yeah. don't remember what team it he was on.
4: Coincides with the the Warriors championship. So he went back to Cleveland in fifteen. Sixteen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't win either one of those. And yeah, he didn't win one. Eighteen.
2: LeBron. 18 whatever. us say champion. LeBron. His last uh, championship was. Uh, excuse me. His last MVP. This is amazing. Was two thousand
4: thirteen.
2: Mm. We'll get to it, man. Salute to LeBron and Steph.
4: Oh, that was yeah.
2: Because there was a moment on Saturday where I had the Royal Rumble on. I had the Kings game on, and I was watching the Lakers. The end of the Lakers Warriors on my phone.
4: A big baller right there. He's got a movie theater in his house.
2: Well, you, it's true. I'm sorry it's how true. many how many TVs do you have in your I only, loft? I only have two. You have a in your loft? That's just in one part of the house.
3: I heard Kenny's got one of those TV fridges. The little <laughs> TV one screen one in front of the freezer. Yeah, I wanted one bad.
2: Jim. No, you have the clear door on your refrigerator though, don't you? No,
3: wife, you put her
4: foot
2: down. Oh. She said that's enough. Um. Yeah, it was funny. There was three minutes and two seconds left in the Kings game. And the Lakers-Warriors just went to overtime. They ended at about the same time. <laughs> yeah, they did.
4: They did. Yeah, I, I, I had the exact opposite situation. I had Royal Rumble, Kings, and through the Lakers and Warriors on my phone. And watch the the end of that as
2: well. So. Yeah, that's what I had. That, that's the, the same setup I oh, yeah, had. You yeah, that. Okay. yeah, it's the same setup I had. Yeah. But I was, I found myself glued to the Like this, this. I mean, the the shot making from Clay, mm. uh, uh, yeah. Steph, and then the decision making from LeBron on that last possession to just try to get to the rack mm-hmm. uh, was was perfect. We'll get to it. Yeah, I'm just saying
4: that all came up because during the break we were talking about MVPs. Yeah. Joel
2: might not make it. We'll Joel's get into out that tonight. situation. Yep. Um, but I how was many? Did you how, What was the game count again? Sixty-five. No. What? What was the? Oh,
4: I think he's five away from nice. being or from, inel- is from that, being ineligible. Or something yeah. Like that.
2: Yeah.
4: Um, but Je- we talked about MVPs, and Jesse was like, "It's going to be Jokic," and then Damian was like, "Well, what about Giannis?" And he said, ah, "I think they're going to hold it against them with everything that went around with the the coach." And that made me think about LeBron was he getting that same treatment when he got David Blatt fired? Mm. Well, it really wouldn't have mattered because that was the Warriors it was 73 Steph, and nine years.
2: Yeah, so. there was two Steph MVPs in there. Yeah. And then, of course, I, if I recall correctly, the first one was, um, you know, what exactly does valuable mean? Mm. Which I think was a LeBron James quote for the 2015 15 MVP because 16 he was unanimous. Yeah, Steph was unanimous if I remember correctly. The
4: problem LeBron probably should have won it in 15. I said, well, maybe I shouldn't say that because Steph was crazy, but
2: I don't think Steph was crazy in 15. Steph was the new hotness in 15. He was, I think he was comparable to LeBron. He was crazy in 16. Yeah, that was that's that was the this is not a conversation. There was a, a point probably at this point of the season where you could have given it to LeBron, uh Steph Curry that year.
4: LeBron in 14, 15. yeah, he wasn't crazy. He was twenty three point eight point seven. That's LeBron 8. or
2: Steph. Steph. Yeah, that's Steph. Okay.
4: Twenty three point eight point seven point seven assists. LeBron that year, uh, I'm pretty sure he was better than that. He does twenty eight, eight and eight in his old every That year. man
2: set a career high in rebounds on Saturday.
4: Mm. Mm.
2: That is ridiculous. Damn. He set a career high in rebounds in his 21st season <laughs> Saturday.
4: It's crazy. Phenomenal. That year he was 25-7-6. and six.
2: That's not egregious. Like it's, it's not it's, egregious, it's not but they were speech. both
4: the number one seed.
2: Uh, New hotness. Yeah. New hotness.
4: Steph had best overall record, so maybe.
2: Who won wanted- it? In fourteen. What,
4: that's what on oh, fourteen. That's a good question.
2: Because it was LeBron in thirteen, Steph in fifteen. Who the hell wanted in between? Because uh, that that wasn't Derrick Rose, was it? Derrick Rose was earlier.
4: Derrick Rose was eleven, I think. I'm about to see right now.
2: Any guesses? Ke- oh, KD, good, good. So who had someone had it? Soren, good, good good call Soren. Kevin Durant. That's KD's only MVP. And so That's kind of crazy. we got
4: because we can take a break from football for a week. At some point I want to get into the discussion of KD last week questioning why he's not mentioned in the the GOAT conversation.
2: You don't think okay.
4: Well, I mean he he brought he's like why am I never mentioning the GOAT conversation? And I i I don't think he's in the conversation for me, but I understand him feeling that way like mm. he's he's done it all and he was like, oh why because I went to Golden State like I've done everything I've checked off every other every other box but he's never mentioned in the go conversation he barely in the top ten well he's in my top ten
2: mm-hmm.
7: But uh, some
4: people wouldn't put him in the top ten
2: yeah I, I don't I don't know I mean sure we could talk about it um I don't know. Maybe we just did. I don't know. I I, I just, I don't know what to, I mean, I don't know how you make these lists. Like, cause what are we talking about? Are we, are we just, it's, it's almost like the best rapper convert conversation. Like you got platinum plaques and club hits and radio records. And then you got guys that just got bars. Mm -hmm. Like not to say that like Kevin Durant's not most deaf, Mm -hmm. But he's not Drake either. Right? He's like, not Hove. Like
4: Nas. Nice.
3: Okay. Maybe he's like Kendrick, actually. Is he Jake Cole? Uh I feel like Cole, like he he puts up the stats and all that, but he does not get like the talk, the Drake talk. He's not Kendrick.
2: I don't think Kevin Durant's Kendrick. Hmm. You know who might be Kendrick is Kawhi. Kawhi's yeah, yeah. got a couple of titles on a couple of different franchises and every once in a while, reminds you, he, 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 cause he's heard. <laughs> where's call. my analogy flawed? I don't understand. It's where's my analogy right flawed? Um, let's talk Kings and, and we'll talk all this other, uh, it's Friday was wild. Mm. Watching basketball in the KSFM studios on Friday night was absolutely <laughs> insane. Um, Kings got their third straight win. They beat Dallas 120 to 115 on Saturday. Not everybody was thrilled uh with how that game transpired as the Kings did have Ooh. control for most of it. Well, it it got a little it got a little rocky there. The Kings got up by 20. That deficit immediately went to single digits like 10 seconds later. And then Kings built the lead back up and then I think it got all the way down to 3. And uh, kings were able to hold on, make those clutch baskets, get the job done and at this point, I don't care what they look like anymore uh vibes are up, keep winning uh, and that's where we are. this team is I'm
4: baffled. they look like a completely different team
2: well so completely different things are happening so let's let's start there because you say this is a completely different team well there's if, 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 if there's reasons to feel that. Harrison Barnes all of a sudden is the team's third best scorer. He might be the team's second best scorer.
4: He's, he really is Jordan all of a sudden.
2: It's it's just just out of nowhere Harrison Barnes, you know, goes what do you have? Th- 39 I think it was then 30 yeah. drops 20 against Dallas on a, on on 6 of 11, 4 of 7 from 3. I'm, excuse me. My man had 6 rebounds. Mm. I don't know what's Y'all going on. Y'all hear me? I don't know what's going on. HB had six rebounds in this game. You had 15 from Kevin Herter, the, uh, Keegan Murray, excuse me. The story is Keegan Murray's defense, and we'll we'll get to that. But then you're getting 17 from Domas, 18 from Herter, and 34 from, from De'Aaron Fox. Who looks to be back. Back, back. I was going to say with Harrison Barnes, where you been? Like, where has this been?
3: I, have, I don't why know. Why are we doing this now? I have no I idea
2: don't know. what's going on. I don't know. Something... Happened <laughs> during that break.
3: <laughs> Something happened,
2: and he's these talking, dudes he's
3: putting up points is crazy.
2: These dudes is hooping.
4: They are hooping. They look great.
2: But it's a it's so what's different now is Malik's game is is a little drawn back. Mm. You're not getting uh, a big pro- like Trey Lyles had one point against Dallas. Trey hasn't had a big outing in 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 a couple games now. And that has been the shift. We had seen a bench player, be it uh, uh, Malik with Trey, or, I mean, you got a nice little performance from uh, Javel in this one. You know, Malik with a little sprinkle from somebody else. Now, this is, this is starter-heavy basketball right here. Yeah. And these guys are playing, all five of them, for the first time all year, seem to be in sync. Yeah. Because Herter had his struggles, mm-hmm. it felt like, for a large chunk of the season to start. You had this weird stuff going on with Harrison Barnes where he's just invisible.
3: Mm-hmm. And now, all of a sudden, this is the nastiest starting lineup in the league. <laughs> how much do you guys trust him? Well, how, how much of this is a product of their inconsistencies this season?
4: So, I'm glad you bring, bring this up because I think this is part of a deeper story deeper conversation that maybe we need to have. Do you trust this enough to stand pat at the trade deadline? Because there was two weeks ago, I am not just I'm not excluding myself from this, but I was like, yo, they got to make a move. They got to go get a power forward. That's where I would go for Like we were breaking this all down mm-hmm. every day. And you still got time. You don't have to make a decision right now. But is this real enough for anybody to say, hey, just stand pat?
2: When you say make a move, you're referring to a seismic move, like a Kyle Kuzma type thing. Get a starter in there. Yep. Uh, Not tweaks on the bench, Mm -hmm. right? Um, History says the answer is no. This isn't real. Like, this isn't. Th- w- this isn't who the Kings are. That team over there is not real. Well, the, the team I think is real. This like over the top dynamic performance from all five starters. That doesn't feel real. And the way Herder is playing, it's almost like, well, it's probably going to fall off at some minute at some point. Right? Like it's not, not like hopefully, not like what we saw to start the season, especially given the fact that I think part of what we saw at the beginning of the season was, I think some of it was Mike Brown's fault. I, I, I think there was a, a a thing there. You know, the Duarte stuff and starting and defense and go do something, and now he's doing, dude's getting double-doubles, dude's doing all sorts of stuff. He had, he had four rebounds in that one. Everybody was on the glass in this game against Dallas. But it's hard to take this small sample size and go, yeah, yeah, no, this is who the Kings are. Everything's good, mm. and I don't know. I don't know how you, if you're Monty McNair in this front office, you judge that going into the trade deadline. I don't know how you go like you're you're balancing. Hey, things are clicking right now. Do we trust that this? Because it's not. Is this the Sacramento Kings? It's is this version of the Sacramento Kings. Closer to who we will be in April and or in, and hopefully May, mm-hmm. or is it the version from the beginning of the season? You know, from the fir- first part of the season. And I don't know the answer to that. I have no clue because I watch Harrison Barnes every night now, just baffled. <laughs> like, what's the difference? Is the difference Harrison Barnes? Is the difference Mike Brown? Is the difference? Kevin Herter's hitting shots. Is the difference that Keegan Murray is now Kawhi Leonard on defense? (laughs) Like, I don't know what it is. I have no clue. And just as I did the Golden State Warrior game and the Atlanta Hawks game, I sat there confused at the fact Harrison Barnes was shooting threes, hitting them easily, efficient, rebounding the ball. And it wasn't to counter the fact that Kevin Herter wasn't doing anything because he was too. Mm-hmm. And then you had the the big boys pulling their weight as well.
3: I think if they were doing it at the beginning of January rather than a week before, the trade down line would be a little bit different. And I'm not even saying like Kevin Herter and HB are playing better because the trade down line's here. They don't want to go anywhere. But it's a matter of it's not enough time for me to think, yeah, like this is sustainable or whatever. For me, I feel like the three-game losing, winning streak that they have now and playing well, for me, I'm just chalking that up to their inconsistencies this season so far. Like they're winning now, but I mean, I could easily see them, not them, but like HB go back to who he was but, or Herder, or whoever, but go back to how they've been playing.
2: The three game losing streak is coming on the tail end of a four game losing streak. Right. And I think that's been three-game winning streak. three game winning streak. I'm sorry. is coming at the end of a four game losing streak. Yeah. Um, and that's been the frustration with the Kings this year is they, they haven't gotten into a groove of, you know, you win two or three, then you lose one. Then you, you know, you, you win two or three, then you lose one. It's, you know, you win two or three, then you lose two, mm-hmm. then you win one, then you lose two more. And I don't, I don't think the way that they're playing, by the way, has anything to do with the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're showcasing. I don't think they're getting their value up. That's I just that's not real. Mm-hmm. They're just out there hooping, and I don't know what's different. But I'm tracing it back to that stretch where they played one game in like a eight day stretch.
4: Yeah, and it, and I think, and this is like where we're we'll talk, but you know we don't know going outside to that locker room or what was said. So to make this decision, I think Monty knows if anything happened, what happened during that stretch, and if it's something where he's like, just say hypothetically, you know, true serum Monty sitting right here, and yeah, no, um, you know, it, all that's going on, Monty. What what happened? He says, you know what. They they all had a had a conversation. They talked, they got on the same page, and they aired out some grievances, and you know they had some uncomfortable conversation. But they came out of that conversation, knowing what they had to do, mm-hmm. knowing that they're here for each other, and knowing that it's it's time to, you know, for everybody to win games. No egos. Check the egos. Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. I think if you know that, if you know that's what happened, you're less hesitant to make a deal, because what that would tell me is all the stuff that we saw before—it's it wasn't just natural, inconsistent play. There was something going on. Mm-hmm. There was there was an issue that wasn't being addressed or acknowledged.
7: Mm-hmm.
4: It was addressed and it was acknowledged. And now it's they're in a better space and they're able to move forward. For that's something obviously we don't know anything about. But that if that's what happened, that's more than just well look at his stat log. He's always inconsistent. Like it's it's a little bit more than that, right?
7: Mm-hmm. So
4: I don't know. We don't we don't we're not privy to that information. So that could be a possibility.
2: Hypothetically. Was that a conversation amongst players or a conversation amongst players and the coach? I think both. Mm.
4: I think both. Whether it was in a group, whether it was one-on-one, whatever, I don't know. But I think and it and it doesn't have to be anything like grand. Like mm-hmm. people like, shut the doors. Give me the, the players-only meeting. Someone shut, tell Shams. It doesn't have to be all that, right? It could have mm-hmm. just been they have practice and and mike brown went over to harrison barnes right before and said hey man how you feeling like what you thinking and they had a quick five minute conversation it could be something as simple as that Mm -hmm. um but i do think they had conversations together as
3: as a group um and with the coaching staff do they need to make a move for the sake of we know what it looks like when this team isn't firing on all cylinders like do they have a plan b 'Cause like now it's looking fine, but like let's say we get to the playoffs and Herder's not hitting her. Let's just say it goes back to how it was in the first round last year. The guys aren't hitting. Like, do, do you have a backup for that? So,
4: so I think that's that would be more of a um uh Caruso type move. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully you can get those guys without giving up your major pieces. But I think that
2: I heard two first round picks for Caruso. Well, jeez. Manny you get your people over there. Um <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard.
4: But I think that would be the move, right? Like if, if Herter's not playing well. We I can,
2: take that back. The most the ridiculous beach. thing I ever heard was the Zach Levine for like Keegan Murray. Kevin
3: was that, Herter, was that just a Twitter Bond. account throwing out crazy um, hypothetical deals? or Was that the ringer putting that deal out there? So I think coming up with that. I think my guess is what,
2: the, because I, I'm not, because I assumed I know who wrote the ringer column that, that was the quote was from the ringer that the Kings might be a little more desperate to land Zach Levine after missing out on OG and Anobi.
4: Did they come up with that trade though? The
2: I don't, ringer? I don't know if the ringer did or whoever or, did you're out your mind or if it was that <laughs> idiot bulls account. But yeah, that's, that's the highest level of trash. They, you could possibly see.
4: They, they, uh, they jumped him over the weekend. Almost like I kind of got jumped. Right. Cause, I think somebody put out, like, about a week ago, they were like, Kings get Mike Bridges for maybe one or two players for draft situations. And I was like, I'd do this deal in a heartbeat. So I said, oh, Nets Twitter? Yeah, but the Nets wouldn't. Why would anybody do this? I didn't come up with the trade. I just said I would do the trade.
3: Sir, the deal was presented to me, and I said, yes, what do you want me to do? It yeah, was
4: on my head.
2: Be angry at the people who presented the deal, not at me.
4: Yeah, they was on my head. So it wasn't that drastic, though, because they, yeah, Bull's Twitter guy got jumped.
2: Yeah, he, as he deserved to be. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Uh, empty Calories was cooking again. <laughs> 17 and 11. <laughs> empty Calories is. <laughs>
3: Every time we like to like Demontis Bonus or empty calories, my mind just goes to shoulder, 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 shoulder. <laughs> Speaking of getting jumped, those brothers got jumped.
4: <laughs> oh, they did.
2: Oh, they got they got roughed up.
4: Shout out to the morning. Rose they got battles. they got roughed
2: guys. up. They got roughed up bad. Oh, we're idiots now because we're friends with them. I saw that 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 was uh what? that wasn't. Oh yeah, that was. I saw one of the quote tweets to that video was. F any Sacramento media who's friends with these guys, and it's like, oh, you're a jackoff. It's not that serious. Get out of my face, Stan. <laughs> like, you, you, you are a trash. You take this far more seriously than anyone on the planet. Sit down, what, guy.
4: What was uh, did we have a back and forth about it or something like that? Where the guy was like, anybody that disrespects Sacramento, like I don't ride with them. Or something. Oh, was yeah, last that was week that in the
2: chat, it was the same guy. It was the same guy. Brother, relax. We're talking about NBA basketball. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to hit him with the whatever, ho.
3: We are not going to war here. <laughs>
4: oh, man. Did you say TC was? Yeah, he's oh. still there if you want to talk to him. Oh, snap. Hey,
7: my bad, TC. My bad, TC. <laughs> what it do, baby? ha, 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 ha. Hey, what's up with my two brothers, man?
4: Y'all vibe, huh? Yeah. yeah, man. My bad, TC. What's up with your big dog? What up, man? I got questions for you, TC. I'm going to let you rock, but I, I got questions do. for you. I know you do.
7: Let me, I'm going to let you rock. Baby, we going to the Super Bowl. Rock, talk to him, baby. Nah, hey, 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 check it out. Check it out. Listen, if hey, they had us against the ropes last night. Hey, I ain't going to lie to you, DLo. lo hey. I told you, Kenny, hey, Dan Campbell was biting kneecaps until he choked. <laughs> he choked. Hey, hey, Kenny, they almost had us. I ain't going to lie to you. They almost had us. I know. I was the same way. I was the same they, way. I, hey, they almost had us. But, you know, listen, they persevere. You know, I'm going to give Brock his credit. He stood tall yesterday, scrambled, made some good plays, threw, that, hey, threw a nice ball to Jawan. But that team, hey. That team and them leaders on that team, bro, lifted up Shanahan. They saved that dude yesterday, bro. Listen, that dude was against the ropes, bro. Fred, hey, D'Lo, D'Lo, listen, them veterans and them leaders, big dog, they stood up yesterday. They stood up. Hey, so, okay, let me ask you something, T.C. Talk is to- is Kyle's job still on the line? I'm going to be honest with you, the way that, hey, the way that game went yesterday – they might not mess with that dude, bro. Unless we don't <laughs> win the Super Bowl, then it might pop up again. But the way that the motions were flying, and the leader stood up for that dude yesterday, he's safe right now.
2: <laughs> T- TC, shout out T-C. TC. Is Kyle is Kyle a good coach? Are he gone.
3: Shout out TC, man. Who else we got? We got Jamil on the line. He's to Want to talk kinks?
2: That, that's uh, worse. Jamil, what's up, baby?
7: Oh, how y'all know? How y'all know? Oh, damn it! Oh my bad, my bad, you guys. You
3: good? We dumped the Jamil. No more cousin though.
7: <laughs> all right, all right.
3: <laughs> one day we can't make it. One
5: day.
7: <laughs>
5: go ahead, big dog.
7: Sorry, guys. Oh, I'm, I'm making an executive call right now, man. If the Kings can get past that Indiana game, all these questions that y'all got, we might go on an eight to ten game run, man. Indiana's mm-hmm. Indiana's the hump. I'm well, telling you guys. You guys. Take a look at the record. Yeah, Memphis they, they they limping right. We got Miami. Miami's mm. Mm. Yeah, I they don't struggling. know got Miami yeah. going to do it, especially yeah. on the way we up. Then after that, we got the Tyrese and and the guy that should have been over here but didn't want to play over here game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then after that, it seems kind of like you know we got end with Detroit on the on the road trip. Mm. I don't know, guys. This this, so, this could be a, a big point for the Kings.
2: I I I, I hear you, bro. Here, here, here's what I'll say to that. Let's go Russell Wilson and just go one and zero every day. That's it, man. That's let's beat. Let's let's let the Kings beat Memphis tonight. Yes, I don't care how many guys are missing. Every Kings fan saw that injury report and immediately their their stomach dropped.
4: Yes, not not feeling. Great. Seen this
2: before. Not feeling great. No, let's let's let
4: uh, I will say this, and you know it's about wins and losses for sure. But it's a long season, and how long ago was it? I was like, "Ah, oh, this team's actually playing pretty good." Mm-hmm. we were getting it was
2: around the it was around the uh, the Nets the game, game, I think.
4: It was the five game road trip, and that was like almost two weeks ago. So you well, can't do beat, it because yeah. you because you you win or lose the games, but the Bucks game, the Suns game, I thought they played well. They lost both of them. The Indiana game, I didn't think they played well. I'll take that one out of there. I don't think they played very well. But quietly, and maybe they're thinking about it this way in the locker room, quietly they've strung together about two or three weeks of good basketball.
2: Yeah, team. you could probably go back to the Pistons game on, on January 9th and go from there. They beat the Pistons. They beat the Hornets. They get blown out by the 76ers. They get the one-point loss against the Bucks. the dreadful final stretch against Phoenix, and then a bad game against the Pacers. And then the next three, and then they won the next three. Yeah. When we come back, Harrison Barnes had two game, two points in that game against the Pacers. I don't hear. Yeah, he twenty. This is God, my goodness gracious. He had twenty-seven from Keegan, twenty-one from Domas, thirty-one from Kevin Herder, twenty-four from De'Aaron, two from HB, and then the next, the next game, game changer.
4: We'll figure it out when we come back, though.
2: Wow. We're <laughs> really late. That's my bad. It's Steelo and Casey. K- What's that? I didn't even realize that either. Yeah, Steelo and Casey. They tried to get us out. Yeah, you did. And I just wasn't <laughs> paying attention because, you know, vibes. That was the funny part. It's vibes. My mind's still on Jamil I knew we cussing. went to TC late. I was just like, oh, it's fine. We're <laughs> just vibing. We, we've hit the dumb button today. It's good. Steelo and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. The funny thing about Brock Purdy, we want to make definitive statements on him now. It's like the the Josh Allen thing. Like, why are we comparing Brock Purdy to Josh Allen in year six when we should be comparing Brock Purdy to Josh Allen in year two? We, we're, we're living in this moment where we have to make a definitive statement on who he is as a player moving forward rather than who he is as a player right now.
3: And right now, the kid is really, really good. I think well, there's just... Is- Go ahead, go ahead. I think that's just the landscape of sports talk. You're hundred percent right? because, like, I, like, I, like, I tried to I don't, I don't know if I phrased it the right way, but Brock Purdy is like honestly played himself out of the development. Like he's already good to like you can throw like the trash quarterback takes, not like that he's trash, but more so mm-hmm. he's not that good. He's carried and all that. Like more so, it's not about how he plays quarterback, but what's around him. And just pretty much all the things that can discredit him or prop him up. Like there's no development talk. There's no year two. It's just now he's good enough to where throw him in the fire now. But
4: that's also part of, and, and you're hundred percent correct but part of that is the gift and the curse situation of playing for a Super Bowl contender. Mm -hmm. If he was playing for the Arizona Cardinals, he'd be given that time to develop, and they'd look at him like, oh, Purdy's cool, you know what I mean? He's gotta work on some stuff, he's gotta develop. Like, I I, I know they may, you may hear some things about it, but nobody looks at uh, Bryce Young and just says he's a bum
0: Right, Right. you know, being in Carolina. It's like, ah, man, they got to
4: get some things around them. It's in the yada, yada, yada. Um, uh, Brock Purdy doesn't get that opportunity because he's on a team that's trying to win a Super Bowl. So with being in that type of light and being on that that
3: type of uh, platform, it's going to come with wild takes. If he was drafted higher, you think um, they'd be a little bit more respectful of what's going on? Like say it's, say it's Trey Lance leading this team.
2: Absolutely, it's a complete. It, it's it's not even a story if it's if it if he's dra- drafted in the Trey Lance position. There's 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 no story. It's er, er, you know what the story probably is 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 John Lynch, mm-hmm. and Kyle Shanahan, the foresight to see the skill that this kid had. You don't get that conversation when you draft them last. Right. You only get that when you trade multiple first round picks to move up to the 2 3, three. what was it three. 3 move up to the 3 and, spot
4: and the crazy thing is they don't as much as you know you could be like oh, they passed on him and you know they it was the last pick of the draft they weren't they still don't even get credit for that Mm-mm. people just like ah oh, mm-hmm. yeah it was like you know he ba- barely didn't even get drafted mm-hmm. like they weren't really looking at him or whatever they don't even get credit for that
2: no it's crazy which is incredible Quick they to point made out the
4: pick, they didn't have to make the pick. They yeah. was like, "Hey, let's secure this guy."
2: Quick to point out that Kyle Shanahan drafted a Michigan kicker in the third round, yeah. but just ignore the fact he drafted the franchise quarterback, yeah. or they drafted the franchise quarterback in the last round.
4: Hey, and look to that point, I on in the game against the Packers last Saturday, Moody misses the first kick. People are like, "We all knew he was going to miss that kick." um he should be cut you should be looking for a new kicker you've got to uh, run your offense and do things like you you can't settle for a field goal with a guy like that and i said well no you can't coach like that if he's on your roster and he's your kicker you have to coach with the confidence that if we get to a certain spot he's going to make the kick if you don't feel that way he should have already been cut but since he's on the team and he's your kicker mm-hmm. that's how you got to do it well after he missed the first one yesterday, I said, Kyle's just going to have to be in four down territory all game. I don't want to no. see this guy out here no. anymore. And, you know, I've been the last person to be like, this guy's going to ruin your season. Da-da-da. I had had it at that point. When he missed that one, I said, okay, now I'm at my wits' end. Four down territory. Kyle didn't do that. Out of the first half, when I thought it should have been four down territory, and maybe if it was fourth and two or something like that, maybe he would have. You know, went accordingly. But it was fourth and eight. It was a 50-yard, I don't know. He said, we're kicking a field goal. It's what we're doing. I've got to show confidence in my kicker that if we get to a field goal range, hey, confidence is half the battle. He's got to know that I believe he can make these kicks. He did. He made two big kicks in the second half. And that's the, the complete opposite opposite side of Dan Campbell, who didn't show confidence and his kicker and went for it on fourth down two different times. And I don't know if he didn't have confidence or he was just being a gunslinger of a coach. But I think the way he handled that situation cost him that game.
2: Uh, 916-909-1320. Let's get to our man Phil. Phil, what's going on, baby? Hey,
7: what's going on, y'all? What up, Phil? What up, what up? Hey, so I got a good comparison to cool KD is with a rapper.
2: Okay. Kevin Durant, right, okay.
7: So, yeah, so he's the game. The game needed Dr. Dre and M and M to go platinum. Then after he left Dr. Dre and M and M he started beef with everybody, he's just like hey we he did off Twitter. And he hasn't really been back to the championship since.
4: <laughs> First of all, very good analogy. Very very creative. I see you working. That's that's a good one. I disagree. Kevin Durant is way better uh at basketball than the game is as a as a top flight rapper, I know. That it, was though. very creative. That He did tie it up permanently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was some good stuff.
2: His logic is <laughs> spot on. Like, he did not miss. His logic now, is spot on. Now, where he missed a
4: little bit was KD was KD before he got to the Warriors. The game was not the game before he got with 50 and Dre.
2: He was, it felt like it amplified a little bit. With the Warriors and then coming out of the Warriors. But But you're right.
4: It's it's almost like in that analogy, it's as if KD was drafted by those Steph Curry uh, Warriors Mm -hmm. and won those titles there and then went off to do his own thing because that was was Game's debut album, the documentary. That's right. You know what I mean? So it would be as if he drafted. Game had a whole career, or excuse me, KD had a whole career before he went to the Warriors. Mm Mm-hmm. So, But I I like it, though. I like it. I disagree, but
2: I like it. No,
3: he's working. Yeah, He's working. Is Kyrie the game? Started not Didn't start out with Braun. Braun got there soon after. Got titles. Haven't been really heard from since.
2: 916-909-1320. How much did Braun elevate Kyrie? Like, if Braun doesn't go back is Kyrie still held in the regard that he, he is? And he's held very highly in regard around the league mm-hmm. as a player, mm-hmm. talking about players. I think there's still a number of fans that, that love Kyrie. Obviously, you know, he's dealing with some struggles right now as he's not on the floor. But how much did LeBron elevate him? I mean... Th- or did he not?
4: He, he elevated him as much as an MVP candidate can. You know what I'm saying? Like, because LeBron got there... That sent Kyrie on the fast track to being on a winning franchise. Mm-hmm. His game wise, like and what he was able to do on the court and his effectiveness, I feel like Kyrie's Kyrie But who would've
2: that, cared is more what I'm saying.
4: Right. And that but but that's like
2: Or would they have cared? So, so
4: like so. um if Kyrie if they would have built the Cavs the way they are now like if Kyrie say he didn't have LeBron but he had Donovan Mitchell next to him a mm-hmm. type like that mm-hmm. like they would have won got to the second round and maybe he would have you know he maybe he still would have been looked at as one of the greats, like Allen Iverson Allen Iverson got to the finals once mm-hmm. got to the conference finals once I think to, no, twice with Denver but LeBron elevated the 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 platform that Kyrie could be on because he's that good of a ball player LeBron is but as far as talent-wise and what he's able to do on the court, Kyrie was able to do it
3: there. He did it in Boston. He did it in Brooklyn. He did it in Dallas mm-hmm. to a certain degree. So Terrence, loses his name in the chat. If he, if LeBron doesn't go there, is he Kimball Walker? Because Kyrie was never a leader either. Like he's not a guy who can lead a team to anything. I will yeah. say that.
4: Kemba
1: yeah, Walker's along, not Jimmy. bad. I
3: think a better version of Kimball Walker. <laughs>